Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to our show, Option Forward. I am Drew, always joined by the second half of the show. GQ Nesto, how are you doing today? What it do, what it do? I'm, I'm doing awesome. God is good. For sure, for sure. And today we have a special guest. I wanted to invite someone on the show who can like dig deep, go beneath, go beneath the surface level and reveal some things about ourselves that can benefit us in the future. All right. And maybe you can learn something from this. Uh, maybe something you can talk about with your family and friends. Um, but also, I want to know the, what, what lottery numbers to play when I leave here today. <laughs> so maybe you can help me with that. But uh, welcome to the show. Um, Delia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Okay. Did you? How was the drive? Was traffic bad? No, it was wonderful. For some reason, um, I was, I drove behind, I drove on Angela's Crest Highway, the number two okay. highway. And, you know, you just got like this beautiful view of the na of nature. So I enjoyed it. And you are in tune with nature. That's your very, thing. Yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> and, and so that kind of leads into what we, um, why we, why you're here today as our guest. Um, can you tell the, the listeners of yours a little bit about yourself? Where, where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Well, I am from LA, the heart of LA, South Central, but I live in Palmdale for the past 10 years. Okay. Antelope Valley. Right? Yeah. Yep. So it's hot out there. I love the weather. Can't compare to any other weather. You like the weather? I do. So you like being hot? No, it's hot, but you have like this fresh breeze as opposed to coming out to LA. It's hot, but it's sticky and humid. And yeah, the Antelope Valley is just clean. Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. Sorry, LA. No, no, good. So, um, you know, GQ Nesto, um, I, like I was explaining to you prior um, to starting our session today, he's into like numbers and knowing what things mean. Hey, I just dreamed about this. Let me Google it. Right <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I hate telling him what I dreamed about because he's going to Google it while we're on the <laughs> phone. That. And he's going to like, and I'm like, bro, just chill. Like, just let it be. I need to whatever know. Whatever it be. All right. But you are uh, a psychic medium. Is that is that correct? I am. All right. Yes. So tell us about that. Like at, at what age did you recognize that like things were a little bit different for you? Okay. Well, um, well, first, I love that you research. I love that because it's nothing like just educating yourself and just kind of learning on your own, you know, instead of like trying to go with someone like, what does this mean? You know? I knew so, I wasn't crazy. I no, knew I wasn't no. crazy. <laughs> like I consider myself self-made. I'm like a self-made psychic medium because everything that I know, I taught myself. Um, so I was 19 when I um, learned about these abilities and skills, and it was through um, reading about astrology, personality, but something deeper, which was numerology. Okay. And um, I learned that I'm an old soul and that I am here for a bigger purpose. And it all made sense because ever since I was a child, I will feel people's energy. You know, like I'll come around someone and I'll get anxiety later come to find out that they were um, living in the eagle, you know, just like really bad people. Or I'll come across um, um, a place, a location, and I'll just like my stomach would hurt and I'll just feel like unsafe there. And, you know, later come to find out something tragic happened there. Okay. Or, you know, when you meet someone and you're just like, I don't like that person. Something <laughs> about them, like, oh, uh, they're fake. And later on, you come to find out that they are kind of fake. You know, so it all made sense to me why I always felt energy and why I was so sensitive. So it started as a child, but it wasn't confirmed till I was 19 till I dived into numerology. Did, did they kind of hate you like throughout that process before they found out like you weren't bullshitting like and that you were like actually because I have a sister that she's always like I feel energy and sometimes I'm like dude you're just complaining so I'm just <laughs> so sometimes I'm like shit like but you know she gets really uh anxious when she feels those things and like like I think probably uh, I want to say like maybe two years I started actually believing her and I was like, oh shit, hold on. Let me, let me research your feelings real quick. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, like, is that something that I want to say it's like taboo or kind of like, un I wouldn't say it like just people don't understand those, those feelings, like especially like your family, close friends, like how did you deal with that? 
Um, I don't think I ever really shared that. I think like growing up, um, I hate saying this. You know, I hate when people be like, I had haters. <laughs> I don't like saying that, but it all made sense. You know, like why certain people didn't like me or I don't like them. I never really expressed to people like, I just felt bad about her. Um, yeah, my family, as far as I can remember, I've always been the black sheep. You know, so it's just kind of like take it for what it is. It's who I am, you know, um, and you could expect anything from me. <laughs> um, they just accepted me, you know. Nice. So, that's, that's so superpowers. you say, yeah, that is it's pretty dope. But you say you're like you were self-taught. So yeah. is it more of are you open up a book, you study it. So now you're able to recognize the signs and not necessarily like, oh, I've been touched by an angel. You get what I'm saying? As far as what you're able to to recognize in people in situations or areas. Right. So let's kind of um, talk a little bit about myself. Okay. I am the owner of Della Luna Healing and I am I go by psychic medium Delia and I am um, four years ago, six years ago. I lost my brother. He was murdered and um, I've been doing tarot for the past 20 years, but I stopped because I dived into Christianity. I was a born again Christian. But when my brother died, I fell into like this very deep depression um, and my brother wasn't saved. He was actually a, a, a gang member. Um, and so I went into this very deep depression and I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, personality disorder. And I was on a lot of medication and it just numbed me. I hated the person that I was. And so I had to heal myself. And by doing that, I dived into um, using crystals, you know, to help me release some of that grieve, grieving and sadness and hatred that I had in my heart. And I started meditating. And then one day I opened up my book and it jumped at me like you're here to uplift others and you are going to be in touch with um, the spiritual life. Um, and it all made sense. And then my brother started sending me messages and I started hearing him and it was like, oh my God, what is this? So when I say I'm self-taught, like, like him, I would Google stuff. What does it mean when you come across feathers? What does it mean when you come across dimes? And I would ask my brother certain questions and he'll answer me through a song. And it was always at the, at the same, same time one two four two four and i'll be like wait one means this and two means this and four means this and you add it all up and it all made sense so yeah i like um researched this on my own and then it, it was just like this is my calling this is okay. what i am meant to be i healed myself and i i'm here today because um i did my own research <laughs> No, but speaking like so you said i mean because that was a, a question i wanted to say for later um but but let's let's talk about that because a lot of times it's like taboo when you think about you know the researching and what you bring to being a psychic and being a medium and christianity you know what i'm saying like i like we talked i be like He'd be like, oh, what did you dream about? And then he'd be like, all right, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> and then I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to just talk to God. You know what I'm saying? I'll just say my prayers and whatever is revealed. Um, how do you balance that? Or it, can that coexist? What you, what you bring in, the insight that you bring into people and the help that you bring in, maybe biblically, can that tie together? So when I was Christian... I loved um, the energy that I felt. I felt the Holy Spirit. I had true revelation of who Jesus is. And I seen miracles happen, you know, through prayer, you know, through the touch. Um, and um, when I stepped out of religion, it was because the brothers and sisters in church were like, well, you know where your brother is at. He wasn't saved. So I had a hard time believing like mm -hmm. He's in hell. Hell exists. And even in Bible study, when we go through the Bible, there's a lot of things in there that I was just like, oh, uh, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right. However, spirituality was like, oh, my God, yes. It makes so much sense. How did I know that? Numerology taught me that I'm an old soul. Being an old soul, I have this wisdom and this knowledge from past lifetimes. When this lifetime, I wasn't taught this, but somehow I know about it. So... 
I prayed about this. I, I prayed about it like, Lord, please reveal yourself to me. And I never had such a deep, intimate connection with God like I do now. Okay. So if you were to get a reading by me, um, I always pray. I always pray. I start all my readings with prayer. And um, I believe that this is a gift and a, a skill that God has given me. But I stepped out of religion because there's just a lot of things in the Bible that are just not like you shouldn't take it like literal. Okay. You know, I got you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I my faith is it's great is, you know, I have a lot of faith, but I also believe, you know, in um, the spiritual world. Okay. Does that make sense? No, I. I got you. I understand exactly what you're saying. Shit, I, I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to just analyze the whole thing because <laughs> I'm trying to like not think anything right now because it's just, it's weird because um, I really true believe in all that. And, and, you know, like like as Andrew says, I do a lot of research on it. Um, I, I always feel, I'm, I'm, I think I want to, I want to say I'm emotionally intelligent, but at the same time, um, I also feel like sometimes I can not predict something that's going to happen, but I maybe because I overthink so much, but I could I could sometimes see it coming or even people like like sometimes people call me a jerk because um, like sometimes I'm like, I don't like him. But it, but it's not even that I'm trying to be a jerk about it. It's just something about him doesn't click. And I really I feel like if there's anything that I could identify as people that I can connect with. Or, or if somebody's like pissed off in the room, I can sense it. Like it's just the 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 energies. But but I mean, I don't really think. I mean, I don't really think much of it. But I'm starting to embrace it more. The more I'm more in tune with myself, because now it's not like I'm not just researching it. Now I'm just like understanding it and going on with my life. Like I'm not gonna go and be like I could sense that. Now I'm just kind of like in that you know, way of, of just navigating through bullshit, if anything, I mean, like, it's just, it's weird. And I'm, I'm just like listening to you and I'm just like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. this is, this is dope. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a good way of like understanding things in life and being a better person and guiding people. You know what I mean? At the For same sure. time, you know, For so, sure. so what you're describing is exactly what I went through. Um, you are an empath. That's what it's called when you feel people's energy and you could understand where they're vibing. And sometimes you might not like someone because they're vibing at a different frequency than you are. You know, um, what I mean by that, they might be stuck in a place of um, they're egotistic, they're, mm-hmm. um, you know, conceited, they're not kind, they're not compassionate. It's not that you want to judge them. It's just that you're not really clicking because they're vibing. You, they're not vibing with you while you're at a higher frequency. They're down here. Um, also, you have to learn how to protect yourself because if you could feel these energies, a lot of times it'll drain you. Oh, yeah. You would carry them with you. You know, like if you step in a room and someone is just going through, a, uh, they're in a dark place and they're alive and they're just sad and depressed. You might start feeling it and you might just be like, why do I feel sad? Where is this coming from? Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's like you're going through a transition, understanding um, why you're coming across that. And maybe this is your calling. You know, maybe you have a calling like mine to understand, you know, the way energy works and learn how to protect yourself. So at the end, we're not judging those who do vibe at a lower frequency, but we could help them and assist them. Well, well it, higher. It, like I try to mix it all around, like from <clears throat> from religion to, um, you know, to psychological, just kind of, I, I want to be very well balanced in, in exactly. my, in how I think about things. And I just think that, I think, we all somehow um, have all these powers because I think we're we're just a walking energy. You know what I mean? Like we're we're really exactly. a walking energy. We're really nothing if you really think about it. So it's like sometimes it's it's like interesting to see that like you know some people tap into it, some people don't. You know, and and I think that's a way to understand people a little bit more and understand yourself. And to me, I, I, like I said, I just I just look at it as a gift to not like get stuck in your own bullshit, right. you know? 
Because right. I think that that's sometimes people don't understand that it's okay to be a jerk, not in a in not in a messed up way, right? But it's okay to put boundaries and say like, no, this is not because um, having these uh, being mindful about people and their feelings and everything sometimes that's like manipulative, right? So you have to just kind of find a way to balance it and say like, no, no this is not something that I want to like. Uh, this is the line where you just don't cross, you know? So I I don't know. I I just like all these thoughts are coming in my head right now, like analyzing this shit. Like this is, this is cool. Okay. So there's two things. You hit a lot of nodes, but it was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Okay. So what I've learned um, through this process of becoming like a spiritual being, um, one is that um, you said we're nothing, we're everything. We're everything, you know, like we matter. And even when you're gone, you still remain everything. Your energy and energy is everything. Really? If there's not energy, how are we gonna get light? So Coco was real then? Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I just Very threw it with the Coco references. I, I, yeah. I, had, to, I had to throw it out everything. there. Yeah. So another thing is that not all of us are here um, on the same mission light path some of us are here to kind of explore and learn our lesson through the spiritual path and some of us are here to learn our lesson in the material world you know so like christians christians consider themselves not of this world and they believe that when you die you live for the lord you know because they're just solely about um giving up what the flesh craves and wants is the same thing as spirituality you know like we're not about um material gaining material and there is a balance because i mean we all like material stuff right but um so i kind of believe like when there's fucked up people don't take it personal because they're they are on their own mission they are on their own karmic debt path and on their own lesson does that make sense yeah 100 percent. but what is your opinion i mean because you kind of touched on it in a sense Sometimes, I mean, just to be honest, I feel like it's a lack of patience, right? So say, for instance, you are a believer, you believe in God. So the first thing you always hear growing up in the church, just pray about it. You know, just just pray, <laughs> just pray about it, right? And we can all sit here and attest at this table that sometimes you just don't hear nothing back. And you're looking up at the heavens like, yo, you don't hear me talking? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's a lot of people out there. You know what I'm saying? I know there's a lot of people. But, hey, I'm your boy. Okay? Uh, Hey, I I really need this. This is not nothing materialistic. This is not nothing selfish. This is going to benefit everybody. And I'm not getting anything back. So when I don't get anything back, what I'm going to do, I'm going to look at my other resources that are available to me. So I ain't going to say him, for example, but say, for instance, I would tell him like, hey, bro, just just pray about it. And he'd be like, bro, because he's very impatient, just as I am. Right. He'd be like, bro, no. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I went to go talk to somebody today. And I'm just like, bro, like, so do you see it as, you know, you were impatient. So you look for answers to help deal with your brother. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, look, this is my personal opinion on the whole Oh, he wasn't saved because they throw that in your face. Oh, he wasn't saved. But your very last breath that you take, I believe you have an opportunity to say, God, save me. Oh, my God. All right. right? So this whole this whole like because I'm just like, dude, I was raised in a church seven days a week. I was there. You know what I'm saying? Half of my life I was there. Bible study, mission board, everything, you know, brotherhood, choir rehearsal, everything. I was there. I spent a lot of time. And as I got older, like he said, I started to read and I started to realize that there are good people out there that necessarily don't believe in what I believe. But sometimes I just have a hard time with thinking that, hey, this person, hey, they're just eternal damnation just because they don't believe what I believe. But I do believe that everybody has an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because we we can say, oh, we spiritual, right? Bad, we spiritual. But the difference in between that is is my belief, my personal belief in Jesus, Jesus as my savior. You Amen. know what I'm saying? So what do you think that that was what caused you out? Because you was for one, church folks can be pretty harsh, right? And you was hearing that. You was like, yo, I'm not really hearing what y'all saying right now. I want to know what's up with my brother. So okay. what do you think about that? Okay. 
You hit a lot of notes. I wish I could like take notes and like, like okay. Okay, for one. Um, this is gonna be very emotional. Um, I was actually one of those people, you know, like a church person when when the um, doctors came in and gave us the news that my brother didn't make it. I said something that I wish I could take back and I, I can't. I had to live with this all my life. I fell to my knees and I said, my brother wasn't saved. He didn't know God. Who the fuck was I to judge that? Who was I to judge that? Second, um, believe it or not, I cried every day for two years, you know, for my brother's passing. I was very patient. And even with the term patient, um, that is actually a lesson of mine, you know, being a, a master number 11-2. is all about learn, learning, tolerance, and patience. But we think that it's about material. So I'd seen it different, like, I got to be patient now and live long. And do I get to see my brother again? Um, third, um, I was able to kind of live my brother's last moments one time when I was just deep in my grief and I was crying and I, 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 I relived my brother's last moments where he's sitting in the car and, you know, I'm feeling everything. I'm hearing this music he's listening to, my hands like on the steering wheel, and I, I feel it. I'm It's like an out-of-body experience where I feel it. I see the car pulling up and I felt when he got shot and I felt the pain in my chest and my arm. I literally felt it and I was able to just kind of see his last moments and even, you know, see what he saw and his when before he took his last breath, he said, God be with me. So I started crying. I'm bawling like, oh my God, who was I to judge and say that my brother wasn't saved, that he didn't go with God. So that's when I was like, this is, this is out of the world. This is something so spiritual. I didn't, I didn't ask to see, have this vision. It all came to me. So I was very patient in the way that this was revealed to me, you know, um, I didn't dive into, you know, like, let's go into reading tarot cards and neurology again because God abandoned me. No, it actually took place when I actually was crying onto God, like, God, what is my mission? What is my life path? I mean, what is, what is my destiny? I'm lost. I'm a nobody. I'm broken. I'm in the dark. Please help me, help me. So already knowing that I'm connected to spirit, already knowing that my brother is alive and that he was saved and that there is heaven, you know, that there is life after death. It was just so exciting when I opened this book and it jumped at me like, you've gone through this for a reason. Your brother's death wasn't in vain. All this suffering, all this crying that you've done, it's not in vain. There's a purpose behind it. So my purpose was my brother's alive. And if I could connect with other spirits and bring healing to someone that lost their loved ones and shine light on their path, that's what I'm destined to do. So I embraced that. But I was very patient. Like you just don't know. Like No, he, no, I wasn't yeah, no, like, I wasn't taking a jab at you. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because people like it was so I've always been like bubbly and outgoing and you know, just like, hey. And people were just like telling me who are you? You change. Like, I just wasn't talking. I was smoking like 10 to 15 blunts a day. Word. You know, like it was just like, <laughs> I'll wake up and just be high. And I, I it was just like, fuck the world. I don't want to fuck with you guys. I'll be like in the middle of anything. And it'll just be like me and my thoughts like Alex, Alex. I was just like, just stuck, you know? And people were just like, who are you? You know, and it took a long time for me to realize who I was and why I went through that, that darkness. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense. Just, just hearing you talk about it, it makes sense. Like, I don't know, like, that's just deep. Yeah, it's very deep. <laughs> just like a two episode thing. I know, I know. I just, yeah, you know, so like, when people tell me like, what you're doing is not godly, it's just like, Okay. I mean, but I feel like I love the Lord it. and God is with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I feel God, you know, and I know I feel like Jesus is a messenger and I I pray on the Holy Spirit and I have an amazing connection with God, but I mean with Jesus, but God is just like higher power. It's just like this energy. It's just everything. 
you know, so being spiritual and doing the tarot cards and numerology and mediumship does not define my relationship with God. God is real. You can never separate um, life and God. For sure. So I got a good question. <laughs> Seeing all this, all this, like, you know, all these powers and everything. How do you like guide yourself to be prosperous? I think, isn't there oh. like, cause I mean, let's, let's, so, let's, let's okay. be real here. Yeah. Like to me, ah, I just, okay. I, I truly believe that, um, yes there's another one you you can pray well you can pray and you can say hey uh god help me this help me that but sometimes it requires course of action okay right? yes yeah, amen that, okay like you oh, said okay oh. patience i learned that okay for one the law of attraction the law of attraction oh. is so real the when secret you want to, the secret that's the where secret. i learned the, the law of attraction has, you, you know like secret, you right? have to vision it and you have to have like this loving energy towards it and believe that it's yours and you know so i do full moon rituals i do new moon rituals where i like write down my desires and i release everything and a part of being patient is learning to re release and give up control like you just have to because you can't have high expectations and when you go back and then you read you know everything that you've you want and then it's you manifest it you create magic it's just like whoa like i did this and there's some things that you know i've tried to manifest and it's just not my time and it's just like okay i first it, it's gonna fall into place divine timing divine timing so that's what i go by now you know that is just divine timing giving up the control you know like i'm not i'm not in charge of what happens i could only hope for the best and try attract by putting in my effort and my action and believing it and staying positive and when obstacles and challenges come my way learning from it from it and growing from it in in my defense okay so because <laughs> I, I pray about everything we had this debate. Oh, yes, I pray about everything. But see, he, I'm not one that believe. If you are spiritual, if God is what you believe in, and Jesus being his son, it's not a genie in a bottle type thing. I don't get on my knees, pray, and expect, poof, here it goes, right? So some, one thing that we always taught in church and in the Bible is faith without works is dead. So I don't expect to be prosperous if I'm not putting any action behind my dream, behind my goal. You get what I'm saying? So he'd be like, maybe maybe someone else in his life he has that problem with, but not me. I just want to clarify that to everybody. <laughs> All right, I'm not sitting here like, hey, God, you know what I'm saying? I want to be financially independent, but I'm sitting here on my couch oh, every I, day. I, I, I do, right. not, but not I'm not sitting on my couch. I'm, not, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying though. So like, you know, I do believe in prayer, but I don't believe like, like it's a, oh, I got three wishes. So I, I pray, no, I have to put work behind exactly. in, in anything. It can be non-religious, just life in general. If you want to attain something in this life, you're going to have to put the work but, in. Forward. Okay, but this is this is the part that it. it okay, let's put the let's put the scenario of being. Uh, let's just say there is a genie, right, and that you can actually have three wishes, right? You could wish happiness, right? But just happiness has so many different outlets, right? So you don't really know what you're really wishing for. Or you could wish success, but then that means that you might not have happiness, you know? So I think that that's the part where that this is why I refer my, that this is why I tell you one specific, I just want a helicopter, big deal. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just, you know what I mean? Like simplify it because regardless of how you think of things, you're old, you're here to serve others and you're going to suffer. So buckle up that's all I could think of. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I just think that um, I don't want to be forgotten when I'm dead. So I'm going to go and do some sort of impact in people. And maybe it's not going to be like people that I know or people that, you know, that I'm um, close to, but it's just me going out there and doing the right thing because 
um, we're here to serve. We're not here to, we're not here for ourselves, but obviously in the, in the, in the process of it, I would like to fly, fly private right. and, and then <laughs> just be in a helicopter. So, yeah, you know, yeah. well, we are here for ourselves. We're here to grow as a human being and a spiritual being. You, in a helicopter, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. We we're here to serve, but it's you got to see it as um, duality. You know, there's always that yin and the yang. Yes. You yes. know, so yeah, we are definitely here for ourselves. Can you can you elaborate on the yin and the yang? So I think our our audience can hear that. Like I think. Oh, I wish I knew a lot more. <laughs> so <laughs> from my understanding is you have a feminine energy, masculine energy. You have light and you have dark. You have good and you have bad, and you have to learn how to bring a balance to that. Understand that, you know, wherever there's dark darkness, there's going to be light. You know, um, the yin and the yang, I, I believe that's like um, an Asian thing. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, I wish I was a lot more knowledgeable about that, but I just see it like that, you know. Whenever you have an up, you're going to have a down. So let, let me ask you something, and I think this is something that our audience is going to definitely like. Is We all have dark moments. Mm -hmm. So how is it that, in your opinion, how to handle these energies that are, like, heavy at the time? So you have to understand that um, beautiful things happen in the dark. Plants, when you plant the, when you, uh, plant the seed, they're in the dark. Mm -hmm. It takes water for it to rise and blossom. You know, so dark moments are, they're going to, you know, they're going to build you. They're going to mold you. In dark times, we all need them in our life, you know, to just understand that um, we could transpire, we could um, transform through that and become the light, you know, never take a dark moment for granted. It's all a teachable moment, a learning experience. Exactly. What, but but I think it's getting out of the dark thing. Yeah, I you don't want to get the, stuck. You don't want to get stuck. You have to just feel it, understand why you're there, and then, you know, make a conscious decision to say, okay, I am going to come out of this stronger. You know, there's a lot of dark moments for many of us. Yeah, no. I th there's like there's like a a technique that I've been using and I think this is going to be good for all the audience is like I always and this is part of me, you know, working on myself and improving myself. It's, and um, I've, you know, taken therapy and all that. And uh, one of the things that has been very effective to to kind of, you know, put a stop into negative moments is like first um, acknowledge three positive things about yourself. Right. Um, whether it's, you know, you're resilient, you're smart or whatever. Right. So when when you're having a dark moment and you're just really you know, in deep shit, right? Tell yourself, stop, right? Stop, take a couple, like, you know, take like three breaths, deep breath, and, and just basically just, um, how do I explain it? Just try to connect with yourself, right? In that little moment. And then tell yourself those th three positive things. Because now your brain just switch. Like you're, you're, you're basically finding a way to, stop that negative energy at its at its you know root you know exactly and it's been working i mean I, I, it seems kind of silly when when it was you know taught to me well well i mean a lot yeah. of people a lot of people don't really um believe in that right um but i mean i didn't believe in it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like i didn't believe it until, <laughs> until i told myself i was like shit stop and then i was just like <laughs> and then i just started doing it and it actually worked and i was like yes. oh shit you know yeah. Yeah. um it's just it's just crazy but i i just think that like especially especially on the whole spiritual side i think it, it's good to have a little bit of uh pointers of how like people can connect with the, with that moment and how to navigate through it right exactly so i think that that's the part where i feel like you would have a lot more insight on that especially you know knowing what you know right right so i do have like say for instance a lot of clients that do you know um, come to me and they want to know, like, um, does someone put a spell on me? I have so much bad luck. And it's fine and dandy for us to say three great things about us. But what about the shadow work? Oh, what shit. about calling yourself out and really seeing what dark you carry within? You know, like you have to tell yourself, why am I here? I'm not compassionate. I'm not kind. And I take people for granted. you got to call yourself out. And you have to make the decisions, okay, 
for now on, I'm going to release this, you know, this need to be in compassion, you know, not compassionate. I'm going to change that by accepting myself and loving me a little bit more, you know, like, so being in the positive is all good. You know, it's amazing because you're training your brain to think differently and then you are raising your vibration, but you don't want to ignore what got you here in the first place. Right. You know, so a lot of times when clients come to me, I help them take accountability for their situation. Well, why are you here? It's not someone else. Like, you know, like the law of attraction, you are, you're attracting what you are. If you continually attract negative things, you're a negative person. <laughs> so we have to try to change that. We are responsible for raising our own vibration. No one's going to do it for us. So that's where I come in and I could feel your energy and, you know, connect with your spirit guide and your spirit guide would tell me, well, he needs to work on this. He needs to work on that. I will never tell you what to do is your decision if you want to do it. And then, you know, like once I could look into your future, I'll, I'll say in two years, you might be in the same place. So if you don't want to be in the same place, change it right now. Or it could be like in two years, you could be here. But if you're continuing to be stuck in here, look, these, these are your ability, abilities. These are the opportunities that are going to come your way. But you have you guys ever heard that saying, you could take the horse to the water, but you cannot make the horse drink it. So it's like right. what I do. For sure. Okay. I got, okay. I got one for you. So speaking of doing your sessions, what are you ever frightened by what you reveal in someone? Maybe something in their background, maybe something that they personally did. Like, you'd be like, yo, like, I'm sitting at across the table from a natural Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, revealing doing one of your sessions, have you ever been become frightened by what you by what you see? Um, not really. Um, it frightens me the way they're going to take it. Um, it's not frightening though. I ain't scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> I got my Glock. I'm from my <laughs> I got my 45 on my waist. That concealed weapon for me. There's been two times where, like, say, for instance, I was scared for my client when she was, you know, um, just, she just wanted to know about her love life, her love life. Like, am I going to meet the one? And it's like, yo, you got to take care of your health. <laughs> if you don't take care of your health, there's not going to be no, no loved one. No. You know, there's not going to be no soulmate. <laughs> and then a week later, she had a stroke. Whoa. So I was scared to, you know, scared not to deliver the news, but scared that she wasn't going to take care of it. And she didn't take care of it. And there's another time where um, a couple came in and I had to tell them, look, Diamond. if you guys are doing something you know that you don't want each other to know about it's gonna come up are you sure you want this reading together and they're like yeah and it's Damn. like okay it's like well, that was awkward pregnant, right <laughs> but uh, you also have another baby on the way you know so the girl was just like and it, that was kind of scary for me you know i, mean, I don't want to hurt baby, though it was, yeah, oh, for okay. sure. Like, yeah, okay. it came up. Like, you know, I thought they was both. Like, no, you know and he what admitted saying? it. Like she got pregnant by somebody else, and he got a no, baby no, no. She was pregnant by him, and then he had another baby on the way from someone else. So I was just scared to hurt, you know, homegirl's feelings, you know, because I am human, you know, and I just, you know, you're like I'm gonna be part her. of a domestic violence. Uh, yeah, freaking. <laughs> I hate those kind of readings. I hate them. Like that's I I hate relationship readings. That's tough. And in, in your experience, like what do, uh, if you had to like tally it up, what do most people uh, come to you for? Like in re relationships, finances, uh, the afterlife, what would you say is the most common thing? Um, it's, it's pretty well balanced because I do, <laughs> you know, like numerology where people come to me to understand their path. Um, to kind of get a general reading so I could shine light on, you know, their path and help them remove that stagnant energy and, you know, kind of clear the way for them. Or, I mean, I don't clear the way for them, but, you know, then I get, you know, people that need healing, you know, that want to connect with the loved one. So I get everything. Yeah, I get everything. It's not just, you know, just one. Yeah. I, I think, okay. I think most, well, I ain't going to say most people because I'm talking about me. I think, like you said, like when you get these people and 
you got to pretty much have them take accountability and you're going to reveal some things. Like, I think if people are afraid of going to talk to someone like you, it's because it's kind of like the doctor, right? So my wife would be like, yo, you need to go to the doctor and get it checked up. For me, I'm like, I'd rather not know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just keeping it I get it a real. lot of those. So, I'd, I'd rather not yeah. know. Yeah. So, so I, ha- I do a lot of pop-ups, you know, where the client could just come and get a reading. And I have a lot of people saying, I'm scared. I'm scared. And they get a 15-minute reading. And then they're like, I want more. I want more. Of course, a lot of people don't like what they hear when it's like, you know, their spirit guy calling them out. You know, like, you have this much potential, but you're stuck here. Stop procrastinating. Some people want to hear that because I'm not telling them nothing they don't already know, right. but it feels good, you know, hearing it from someone, you know, that's telling them you have this much potential. These doors are opened, you know, then you have these, cu- these clients. I really don't get a lot of these kind of clients that walk away disappointed. I really don't get those. I get those like when a girl is stuck on on a guy and I'm like telling her like, look, he, you know, he's just (laughs) abusive. He's not the one for you. You got to run. You have to. And they're like, no, but he told me he loved me. And it's like, no. (laughs) And then later on after the session, they're like, oh, it all makes sense because he doesn't love me. And he said this about me. He treats me this way and that way. And it's like, I told you, I told you, you were getting treated like that. And they leave, they still leave unhappy because they want to hear stay. Because well, never mind. Because go ahead. That kind of take, that takes me back to what I was saying about the 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 lack of patience. Because you're not hearing what you want to hear. So it can be the opposite way, right? So it can be like, yo, I'm praying to God. I want to an answer. I want a solution to this this problem, right? And God is giving you that. And because it's not what you want to hear, uh, let me go. Let me go. Let me go talk to a psychic. Let yeah. me go talk because you know what I'm saying. I, like, yeah, somebody gonna tell me what I want to hear. If it's not yeah. you, God, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. holler. At, you know. I do have those. Like a lot of people come to me and they're so adamant to learn about the know about the future, and I'm not so much about the future. I could make amazing predictions, but it's like let's talk about the now, because if you don't take care about, if you don't, if you don't acknowledge what's in front of you now, and if we don't talk about the moment. Tomorrow's never promised, you know, so I do have those, you know, uh, clients that they call me like, what's going to happen next month? And it's like, <laughs> girl, you're going through something right now that you need to take care of. Let's be patient. Let's not try to go there. Let's talk about now. And they're like, no, I don't want to talk about now. I want to talk about the future. Two, three, five years from now, 10 years. So let me ask you this. And um, it can go both ways, right? You could either find it lucrative and like just tell them what they want to hear or you could actually like tell them the reality which one do you choose like because i mean there's an inflation i'm just saying like you know what i mean if they're gonna take up your time like you know what like unfortunately it's not even working with integrity but i just consider myself like and it's not even that i consume myself a real person i'm just gonna tell like it is right that's all. If you don't like it, that's up to you. But I am not going to live with like, Dane. I told her something that she wanted to hear and even like that. It's like, I'm going to tell you what you have to hear again. I'm connecting with your spirit guide. I'm not making this shit up. Damn. Damn. Shut up. That was deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to see them tomorrow in the next year or two years. So. Okay. So my, my, my follow up question is, is. How are you able to turn it off? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a family get together. You take a shot or something? You know what I'm saying? I love that question. Smoke some weed or something? I step in a room and all I'm hearing, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, come here, come here. Let me me talk to you. (laughs) You know, like, how how are you able to turn it off? Or is that even an issue with you or a problem? Yeah. So in the beginning, I was just so just so excited about connecting with people and telling them about themselves. But because I do it now professionally, you know, there's a time and place for this to take, you know, to take place. And so I had to set my boundaries. You could definitely turn it off and you turn it off by, you know, just respecting people's privacy. 
understanding that there's a boundary. Some people are not asking for this kind of advice. So don't give it to them because your advice is valuable, you know, and if they don't want to hear it, they're not coming to you. And there has been times where spirit just brings certain people, you know, that need some advice. And then it'll just come up like, oh yeah, I'm a psychic medium. And they're like, oh, I'm going through this. And that's when I'm able to connect with them. But I am definitely, I have some boundaries. I don't cross them unless someone really needs it, then I don't charge for this guidance I'm going to provide or for connecting you with your loved one. It's just going to come out organically and natural. But I don't look for, you know, I don't go out there like, oh my God, he's such a bad person. I see this happening to him and I see that happen. I don't like when I do feel that energy, I just stay away. Let me put a highlighter on him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I do get a lot of those, you know, where a lot of um, people that are new to this journey they come and they're just like, just so open to the energy and they're just like, blah, blah, blah. and it's just like, you have to draw some boundaries because some people um, don't like that. Not everyone is going to receive the message. So don't go out giving it if they're not asking for it. Facts. So, you, you got that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I like to talk shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but not. I'm not sorry. So, my, my, uh, a question I have for you as well is: someone with your abilities, who do you go to? My sister. What? Is she older or younger? Yeah, like she's older. So, 2.0? so I actually taught her. Um, oh shit! I, um, her, and I have like this amazing connection. You know. Um, I don't want to say like she's not on my level, but <laughs> I do this professionally. You know, this is, you know, how I generate my income, you know, and I my business is, you know, depend on this. She's doing it to serve others, you know, and she's very new to this. I've been doing it for 20 years. She's been doing it for three to four, but she is amazing. She's just like, I come to her, you know, like, sis, I did my reading, but, you know, I could always manipulate with the what I see, you know, and it's just kind of like I need someone to kind of tell me exactly you're wrong or check this is going to. Yeah. You know, so I go to my sister. She's just amazing. You know, she's she's a little bit better than me. <laughs> she is. She don't hear it now. I know. I know. <laughs> that's that's crazy. And you you introduced her. To- I did. Well, um. I did her numerology and I was just like, whoa, we share the same light path and master number. You're as sensitive as I am. And she's like, wait a minute. It all makes sense because I hear brother too. I feel people's energy too. So it's like, oh, sis, you know, you have these abilities as well. But she went on and did her own research. She went on and got educated herself. Like I didn't teach her everything she knows. She did the homework on her own, you know? So when she came back and I was just like, what? Like, how do you know this? <laughs> you know? So yeah, I just kind of shined light on her life path, you know, and that this was her calling and her purpose. And she, you know, she took it from there. What books would you recommend like for someone who wanted to get to just be more aware of their surroundings? What's oh, like a so starter book? It, it's so funny because my husband laughs at me. You know, I told you I'm like slow, you know? <laughs> so like I read the idiots book. I never, no. I like, never you know how you have like the- uh, For dummies. dummies. For dummies. Right. Well, it. I like the idiots. It's just, it gets right to the point. They don't use like big old words. So it's like, I have um, numerology for idiots, tarot for idiots. I definitely love the law of attraction, the secret. Um, magic i think there's three different ones and i believe is Rhonda binds if i'm not mistaken uh, yeah. yeah and then you know just like do google search google's everything <laughs> that's, that's this guy i'm not gonna lie i i, I definitely like i said i i want answers you yeah. know and yeah i think we all have common sense so i just connect the dots you know and sometimes things seem credible and then some other things you're like okay like you have to lie to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Believe it that, that that's true and then go on with your life. <laughs> F- 
for someone who may be like feeling like maybe what you consider a gift they're afraid of, right? What would you advise? What advice would you have for someone who'd be like, I'm kind of, I want to keep this to myself because I'm afraid of how it will be perceived by family, friends, community, society. Um, what would you suggest for them to do? So there's a lot of people that I know that have this gift from many past lifetimes, you know, and it's just not, you know, their purpose this lifetime, you know, so they could turn it off. But if it's your purpose, then I'll just really kind of suggest just meditate, pray on it, and don't be afraid because it's just such a beautiful thing. You know, just think about how many people you could heal, how many lives you can change, and the healing that would take place within you, you know, and stop worrying about what people think about you. Because you do good, people judge. You do bad, people judge. So don't give a fuck. <laughs> people are going to talk regardless. You are so elegant. They're just going to... I know, I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, <laughs> they're just going to talk regardless, you know? So just don't be afraid. You know, it's a beautiful thing. I always say this, never be afraid of spirit. Spirit can never hurt you. It's humans that could hurt you. Is your dad, your uncle, you know, friends that could, you know, bring some harm. But spirit you can Your aunties never. too, because you, you did all male figures right there. We want to <laughs> keep this fair. Mama. Mama. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. You know, <laughs> I am in front of all these males. No, I'm just no, kidding. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. <laughs> Numbers. You're driving down the street. You see us. Like, how does it stand out to you? Like, because it's not everything. Like, every number, because he... Like Angel numbers. Some like maybe just <laughs> he, like he, he, he honestly he sometimes I feel like he doesn't want to answer my call because I'm gonna tell him like oh shit I saw this and I connect one two and three and then he's like bro I'm at work right now call you back <laughs> but like no but like so what are are there some good number sequences out there that you want to see <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious I feel you. <laughs> Just because, like, my page, I try to make it very educational, you know, and I, like, I'll post something like angel numbers, you know, numbers are everything. When you see 1111 or 2222 or 3333, it means this. And this is a time where find some enlightenment, you know, find some direction in your life. And then, like, a minute after, I'm sorry, people, my, my followers, but this is real. A minute later, I'll get a message like, what does 222 mean? And I'm just like, <laughs> just Google it or just go to my page. It says it right there. But yes, there. Uh, numbers are very powerful. And I definitely recommend everyone to learn numerology is, you know, very easy, very basic. And you can understand what certain numbers mean. Do but you yeah. have a favorite? You have a favorite yeah. set? What are, you, would you, do you want to share that or is that Yeah, 11-2, which is my master number. 11 being the number of an old soul and a messenger. Jesus had it. He was actually a 33 as well. You know, right. so my favorite number is 11. 11-11 and 2-2-2. Two, two, two. I love 11-2. This is dope. 23, shout out 23. <laughs> like, well, tw yeah, so in numerology, you want to break it down to a single digit. And 23 is five. And I also have that on my, in my life really? path. Yeah. When's your birthday? October 23. Oh, okay. So you're five. What about you? On my birthday? Yeah. 27th. June. You're nine. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. You're scaring me right now. <laughs> Do you want to know a little bit about yourself? No. <laughs> hey, we kind of, we kind of thought about that. We were like, no, we definitely. We would like yeah. a caller to call, call later or something, but yeah, we we try to come in here with a blank yeah, with a blank yeah, mind, yeah, like I'm, you can't reach it. Like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Definitely feel you. Definitely yeah, feel you. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. We're um, not gonna reverse Uno on ourselves, you know, like no. But you you said that you had the ability, like you predicted something to happen, you know, um, all the time. Give me a good positive thing that you saw. You know what I'm saying? You was like, 
dude, I caught this years ago and it happened and this person, this situation or whatever it is. Like, is there a moment that stands out to you? Like, dang, I saw this. Oh, it's just so many. But my favorite one is I got a, um, I don't remember some of my readings. I do so many, but a client sent me a picture of a key. I was like, okay. And she said, when you connected with my grandma, my grandmother was showing you this key. And I just want to let you know that I got my own business. I started my own business, you know, like, and I didn't see it happening at the moment when you told me grandma is holding up a key. She was lost. Like, what? What does that key mean? And then two months later, it all made sense to her when she was giving that key you know, to her own establishment. So at the time she wasn't even planning to open up her own business, you know? So that was just like, wow, that's amazing. Like I told her, I told her there's so much potential and there's just new beginnings for you. So that's one of my most favorite positive one. Dope. GQ Nesto, you got anything? Shit, I'm- You're just, you're just I'm soaking this up right now. I'm speechless, cause yeah, I feel right. you. Yeah. Okay, well let's change it up a little bit. So. All right, got a little hypothetical question for you, right? So you have a celebrity chauffeur. Who would it be and where would you want him or her to take you? It got to be Pac. It got to be Tupac. For real? For sure. Okay. Like, I even got chills. Like, yes, <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Where y'all going? To the coast. Just We're just going to drive down the coast. Why Tupac? Tupac is just so deep <laughs> so real i just want to get in that mind like you know how do you feel about this and i just feel like that connection what he talks about is just so raw and so real and he's just someone that i've always connected with during my dark times you know when i listen to Pac, I, I think of my brother <laughs> you know and i i just i've always loved Pac. you know just you know that suffering that you know he talks about and he went through and then that enlightenment that hope you know and he kept it real let's talk about your playlist right first thing positive good morning woke up on the right side of the bed who you turning on what you listening to Oni james Oni james okay Okay. Jazz. I, I know what that is. <laughs> she like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say it just in case I know who Boney James is. Yes. Right. Thanks to my dad. But yeah, I, I definitely know who that is. All right. Nice. So when you want to get hyped, you about to go to the club. What are we listening to? I'm not saying. Okay. No. Answer. So there's two. <laughs> there's like Bad Bunny. You okay. know, like hey, you know, and then um, probably like some Drake. Drake. Yeah, I love Drake. So, like, you turning up and then, like, you out here, like, just having a good time and you're like, damn, this motherfucker got a badass energy. Like, like you know, swinging by. Like, have you ever caught yourself, like, in the middle of a, like, like a, a middle of, like, you having fun and then you seeing somebody just, their energy just seems like shit. Like this dark shadow yeah. just follows them. In a sense, figurative. It's kind of more like when I'm um, interacting with someone. You know, where like I'm just interacting with someone is like, yeah, like I feel it. So it's not just the aura that it's more like, yeah, I need like more of that interaction. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because I was going to be like, damn, like imagine like you're over here turning up, having a good time, and then you just see somebody, and you're just like, damn, like. <laughs> I'm married, so I can't, you know, like be looking. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, just just a random negativity, just walking. Oh, man. negativity. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said like, Oh yeah, wait, for wait, sure. Wait, wait. No, not a baddie. Like no. Oh yeah, like, yeah. No. Oh, that's all <laughs> not a baddie. Like, I'm like, look. Hold on, it, it was a switch from bad bunny. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, sorry. Right. So sorry. I told y'all. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. There has been many times, you know, where like I'm just talking, someone just come in and it's like this heavy energy, and it's just like. I don't feel good, you know, and then minutes will go by and then they'll do something stupid. And it's like, yeah, I let's just stay away. I'm not feeling this person. I'm not feeling their energy. I need to go. See, yeah, I, for sure. At first you think it's acid reflex. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you, you, you feel like, yeah. yeah. And then later on you're like, 
like, nah, you know, I just, yeah. I just ate some Tums. I'm good. Like this yeah, person is Yeah, for deep. sure. Yeah. What is the, uh, what would you say is the craziest thing you ever walked in on? Um, a ghost in my office. <laughs> for real. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. So I don't see ghosts. You know, and when I do connect with people who have departed or transitioned, it's just, you know, through a reading. Um, I invite them in and I pray. But uh, I'm moving and I just finished telling one of my friends, like, yeah, I don't connect with like stuck spirits. I don't even know if I believe in them. I don't know if I believe in ghosts. And but I am like, um, I moved into my office and they warned me about like some homeless people, you know, so my sister and I hear footsteps, you know, down the hallway. And I'm like, wait, did you hear that? So I run out like I'm waiting to see a homeless person. Right. And I'm like, but it's like no homeless there. So I go back in the room and then you hear these footsteps again. I feel the energy. My sister and I looked at each other and we're like, that's a spirit. That is a spirit. And then my husband comes and I'm like telling him, yo, there's a spirit here. And he's like, no, ain't no spirit. I'm like, yeah, there is a spirit here. And he's like, well, what is he telling you? I'm yeah. like, he's not saying anything, but it's a heavy energy. And then his phone starts going crazy. His phone is like, enter your passcode because uh, uh, face recognition cannot recognize the face or something. And then my sister and I were like, yeah, that's a spirit. And so I um, reached out to the owner and I'm like, why don't you tell me there's spirit activity here? And she said, Oh, yeah, someone killed themselves here. And I was just like, but that's just like as scary as it gets. Oh, shit. Word. <laughs> but now it, lo it loves hanging out in my office. How it, what do you mean it loves? It? What? Yeah. So like like you say like oh see you later I'll I'll, I'll see yeah. you tomorrow yeah yeah like some crazy stuff happened I was running late and I'm like thinking the day before I left all my lights off I turned every light off I closed my door and then I'm like wait a minute and I opened my door and everything was off my my um I have like some battery candles right and um the next day I'm like driving I'm like thinking how cool for this ghost to help me and just have everything on for me you know and I get there and all the lights were on and right. yeah and i was like thank you spirit thank you ghost." you didn't check like the cabinets and the like closets or anything i like felt that? it oh really i feel it yeah and oh, i even shit. asked her like do you need help crossing over and they're like no i'm okay i know that's gonna sound no but, no yeah. no so have you ever heard of a uh what's called a hag ride a what a hag ride they call it sleep sleep paralysis um so it's happened to me like a lot you know, when I was younger, teenage years. <clears throat> but what to say is like you're fully awake in your bed, but you feel like somebody is holding you down. Oh yeah. Do you do you have do you know anything about that? Yeah. So when we are resting, our spirit, you know, goes into a different dimension and it's just having a hard time coming back. Okay. What about like when you feel like you're just getting pulled down? That's again like the your same spirit, thing? yeah. Or it could be a heavy energy. Oh shit! Heavy. So before you go to sleep, always pray. Bingo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha. But um, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to like the conclusion of our show. This has been an amazing time. Thank you for being here, Delia. You're um, welcome. Thank you for the invite. Most step. Uh, before I even do my little normal thing, uh, where can people find you? Give out your social media handles, your businesses. Where, how can we get in contact? Okay, so I do have a website, but I've been so busy. It's not like it's up, but it's not up. www.delalunahealing. Instagram is psychic underscore medium underscore Delia, D E L I A. For sure. But like I said, I always open up the microphones and the tables uh, to our guests and to the other half of the show, GQ Nesto, to leave the listeners, the viewers with any parting words. Uh, GQ Nesto, we start with you today. Shit, get an update. I mean, get get Delia on on this. I mean, I think things happen for a reason. I think there's always um, a way to connect the dots. And sometimes um, our answers are staring in our face and we just sometimes need that push or sometimes we just need to get enlightened and do research. But uh, yeah, I mean, don't, 
Don't ignore the don't ignore the signs. That's all I can say. For sure, they're everywhere. And Delia, is there anything you would like to share? I just like to thank you guys for the opportunity, and I wish you guys well. When you guys need a reading, come to me. <laughs> say less. <laughs> say less. <laughs> I would say uh, it's one thing that stood out to me uh, when we we're going through adversity. The yin, the yang. That that's just life. Right. So how you say it, it kind of reminds me of when your parents or someone close to you say, hey, stop, take a deep breath, breathe, breathe it in, breathe it out. I would recommend something that was taught to me during my time in the military. It's called hunt the good stuff. Right. So hunt the good stuff is think about three positive things that has happened in your life, three positive things that you personally have in your in your repertoire. All right. Because it's not all bad. You just got to find just got to find that light, even in the darkest moments. But we thank you guys for tuning in today. That's enough of that. I'm your boy, Drew, Option 4 Podcast. We out. See y'all next time. Peace. Thank you.